0: Welcome everyone to the O'Aveh Torah, Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Hey. We will begin on Daf Dal Ramabir. We're going to give a little bit of an introduction for those who weren't here yesterday. Um, we had a Machloket. There's, there's um, two things that we're comparing. We're comparing the Miluim, which is the time when Aharon and his children were inaugurated to become Kohanim. During that time, there was a seven-day period we were discussing. That during that seven-day period, Moshe was getting Aharon and his children into the process of becoming uh, a Kohen. Welcome, shi- well, welcome Shem Um And therefore, during the time... Let's move the hat. come sit. It's perfect. What, what's that? Just come sit, sit down. Open your gemara. Let's go. And during that time... Uh, we um, Aharon was had a lot of different things that happened to him there were different korbanot, different things that happened there's a machloket whether everything that happened during that time were, was it le'ikuvah which means was it mandatory that if Moshe and Aharon had not done it the whole miloim would be a waste of time or was it not le'ikuvah was it not mandatory it was things that we did it was lechatchila, but it wasn't leikuvah. That's the question. So now, if you say that everything that happened, that the pasuk goes through a whole bunch of things that Moshe did to Aaron. He's going to we're going to go through some of them here, okay? But he's sprinkling blood on him. He's uh, getting him dressed. he's doing a whole bunch of different things he do to Aaron during these seven days. Now, does, is anything that pasuk said means that if Moshe hadn't done it, it wouldn't work, or no? Anything that future generations need to do, if Moshe didn't do, then it would have not worked. But the other things that we see Moshe did, those things would have been fine with, that, with or without it. Okay, That's the Machloka that we mentioned before. Was everything with the Ikuva or not? Nah? Now the Mara wants to know, my binayhu now. Nah. my binayhu means, two, last two words on the page, may nahu means, what's the difference between the two rabbis? If you hold that everything's it's mandatory, or you hold it's not mandatory, which things were done that are not mandatory later, which, where there will be a machloket? Are you with me? Okay. Which things are there? Amar of Yosef, top of Heimur alf. Smicha ik One difference is leaning. Now... That means you have to, there's a, there's a halakha that before you do a qurban, you have to take the animal and lean your head, lean your body on the animal. Okay, it's called semicha. You lean your body on the animal before him. That was done during the middle and we see that it was done, and that'll be a difference. Liman da amar kolakatub ba'im or on the top of ham what alf? According to the one who says, everything that's written in the Torah is mandatory so if they didn't do during that time last word on the second line it would be it would ruin everything if he didn't do it but according to the one who says anything that's not essential for all generations is not we're in Yuma do you have Yuma or do you have that you have Yuma no that's not the i Get the guy your mind. He don't want it. He can't find it. There's the article right there if you want. Let's go. Take that. Take, uh, Harry. Take that article. <laughs> 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 okay, go ahead. He likes that one better. yeah. Like because it has the besukim on the side. Uh, so one, huh? He'll take the other one. Okay. Here's no, like, okay. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> okay, let's get started. Okay. So now, uh line lo- um, third line down. and and according to the one the one rabbi who says that anything that's not needed for later generations is not needed, would, would not ruin Aharon's thing. Loma <laughs> akva. It would not mess up if Aharon had not been, been done smicha during those times, it would not have ruined anything because smicha is not necessary for future generations, so it wouldn't mess up Aharon. The Gemara is now questions, Uldurot minala akva. How do you know that in later generations, smicha isn't necessary? It's just extra. How do we know? Titania, because we have a bright that says as follows. Pasuk says, V'samach it says in the pasuk that the actual pasuk is on the side. It says al al pasuk in va'yikra right at the beginning It says he Aron has to put his hand on the on the top of the olah and or lean on the top of the olah and it'll be and then it'll forgive him this olah. Now how do we see that it's not necessary that it's, what if the kohen in later generations would have uh, done the korban, didn't lean, how do we know that it's not important? Because it's a samach v'nitzah. When I say not important, it doesn't mean not important. It means it doesn't ruin it. Okay? V'chi semichah v'chaperet is the semichah that gives you the kapara. V'lo en kapara ela We know the kapara comes by putting the blood on the mizbeach. Shnei emad, ki adam hu ba nefesh yechapar. Vasuk says later on, ki adam hu ba nefesh the With the blood, a person's soul gets a kapara, so don't tell me the simicha gets a kapara. So why does it say that you lean v'inetsa? Because if a guy makes the simicha into a not real thing, and the guy ignores the simicha, lo kapar. Torah looks at you as if you didn't get a kapara. But you did get a kapara. And therefore we see that smikha in the later generations was not necessary. And therefore that would be a machloket about Aaron during the Miloim. The rabbi who says that everything for generations is Maqev, this it would not be Ma'akev for Aaron either. And the rabbi who says that everything is written is Ma'akhev, so everything is Ma'akev, this is Ma'akhev too. This is necessary too. What's Ma'Kev cancel out? Ma'akev means it's mandatory, and if you didn't do it, it'll ruin everything. Okay. Okay? Good. Next one. So that's the first one. So the first one we're talking about is smicha. If I was making a chart, this time I'm not making a chart today, but if I was making a chart, the first one that would be in between the two rabbis, smikha. This rabbi would say, ma'akev, not ma'akev. Next. Reb Nachman Amad. Tinufa ikab'inayu. The difference is regarding to waving the korban. Certain korbanot get waved, which means you have to pick it up and put it down. Okay? Waving is a difference. According to the one who says everything that's written in the parasha by Aharon is is mandatory, and if you didn't do it, it's pasul. So the waving was also mandatory, and if they didn't do it, would be pasul. According to the one who says that anything is not in the future is not in Aharon. Loma akva, so the waving baron is not Ma'akhiv. Yeah, how do you know waving is not Maqev in the future? We're gonna prove that too. Uldarot loma akva. how do we know it's not Ma'akhiv for all generations? Titanya, course, we learned in a Pasuk says, Litnufa As a waving to get a Kaparah. Then we ask, the is the waving really what makes the kaparah? V'alo en kapara ela adam. We know that the kapara is always with the blood. How do we know? Shnei amad ki adam hu Banefish kapar, because it says it's the blood, is it? Banefeshi kapar, it will give you kapara. Umatavu l'tenufalek l'kapar. Why is it l'tenufalek? Why is the waving the l'kapar if we already said that the the that kapara is from the blood? Teach you if you make the tenufah into like a leftover mitzvah that you don't do it the Torah tells you it's like you didn't get a kapara but you did get a kapara and therefore we see that it's not necessarily generations and therefore it would be part of the machloket according to the rabbi who says everything generations this would be not a problem it's not a problem if they missed it according to the rabbi who says that, that everything that's written is, is ma'akev this is ma'akev it, since it was written it was ma'akev you didn't we make it like you didn't get one. But you, you got, got it. it. Yes. Meaning, meaning it's, it's, oh, it's very bad. It's a very bad thing you did. And it's almost like you didn't get a kapara, But you got one. Got it? So you see that it's not ma'akev. So according to that rabbi, it wouldn't be ma'akev in Aharon. Okay? According to the other rabbi, it's still ma'akev because it's written. So it's ma'akev. You with me, Eli? Yeah. Good. says Gemara. Repapa Amar. Repapa says another thing. So, so far we have... First one was Simicha, leaning on the korban. Second one, waving. Now on the third one. Her papa has a new one, okay? First one was with Yosef, Yitzchak now Papa. Pishat Shiva Ikka He says, another difference between them is whether, or let's say Aharon had not been separated from his wife for seven days. One of the things we did by Aharon is that we separated him from his wife for seven days during this Shivat Meha milu'im. If I hadn't done that, would it have ruined everything? That's a machlokit. Bahem According to the one who says everything that's the, that's written there is Ma'akeb, is mandatory. If you didn't do it, Ma'Keb, Ma'akvah, so it'll ruin it. Ama, according to the one who says, um D'var ladrot, enu bahem. welcome Joey. According to the one who says whatever's not presented, welcome Shlomo. One who says and mm-hmm. and the one who says that that anything that's not for any generation is not ma'kev lo So this it won't it won't ruin everything. You with us, guys? You need a gemara? Yeah, that Here is one. Go ahead. Okay, good. Now, now, what do we have to prove? Now, you ready, guys? What do we have to prove? So, how do you know that, you with me? How do you know that uh, for all generations that you need P'risha is not ma'akev? Because, again, in order to make this a point of contention, we have to prove that separating Aharon on Yom Kippur for all generations is not ma'akev, because if that's true, then it won't, then it'll be part of the Machloket. How do you know know that? How do we know that? separating the Kohen Gadol before Yom Kippur in all generations is a good thing to do, but it's not Merkhev. If you didn't do it, it's still okay. If you look at that Mishnah, because the Mishnah says, if you remember in the Mishnah, Mishnah says the following. The first Mishnah, you weren't here for this, I'll review it for you. Mishnah says the following. It says, seven days before Kippur, we separate the Kohen Gadol from his wife to the Shkabal and then it says we also prepare a, second, a backup kohen in case something happens to the first kohen. We make a backup kohen. It doesn't say we separate the backup kohen. It says we prepare the backup kohen. We prepare him. We don't separate him. Now, if separating the kohen from his wife is necessary, mandatory, and if you didn't do it, nothing works, you'd have to separate the backup guy too. The fact is we, we appoint him and it doesn't say that we separate him shows that it's not mandatory and therefore it's not meant in different generations, then that's a Machloket again. It's another item of Machloket. What is mean? Machloket means... He asked that before. Machloket means mandatory. Machloket means if you didn't do it, you ruined it. That's what Machloket means. Okay? Good. Let's go further. So, so far we have three. The fourth one, Ravina Amar. Uh, if you wonder where we are now, we are... Ravina Amar. Where are we, guys? Okay, Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, 23 lines from the top. Yeah, okay. 23 lines from the top. Ravina Amar. Good. This is messed up this morning. Ravina Amar. Another difference is wearing the extra seven garments and having Mishicha and sprinkling of the Shem and One of the things that happened by Aaron and Kohen is that they they made him wear, Aaron, during the seven days that they inaugurated him, they made him wear the special clothes of the Kohen Gadol for seven days. It's called a ribui. Ribui means the extra clothes. Why is it called extra? Because the regular Cohen only wears four garments, and the Cohen wears eight garments. Okay, so ribui means he's wearing extra clothes. Or mishikha means, and they anointed him on his ear, on his ear and his toe, whatever. They did that all, all seven days. So that also would be a machloket. Whether if they didn't do that to Aaron, would it ruin everything or not? Let's see how it goes. According to the one who says everything that says in the pasuk is ma'akev, and if you didn't do it, it ruins it. Right then, it'll ruin it. According to the one who says anything that's not ma'akev in future generations, not ma'akev them. it's not ma'akev. Now, how do you know that seven days is not ma'akev? Okay, How do we know it's not ma'akev? The generations, Datania, the we learned. And the kohen who's appointed to serve. Now this is talking about when a kohen dies and the next kohen gadol is appointed. How we make him become the kohen gadol. Okay, so that we're comparing that service. To the service of making Aaron a, a, a Kohen adol in the old days of Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay, Matamudimad. How does it work? Since the pasuk says seven days, you'll put it on the Kohen on one of his kids. Right when it says we need a new one, it says seven days you put it on him. Okay. And the Elan Shiv Avinim Shach I only know it works if you put him seven days of the new clothes, and you anoint him for all seven days. How do we know it'll work? What if I put the clothes on him for seven days, and he only has the oil for one day? Or, or I, I put the, the clothes on him for one day, and I anoint him for seven days. How, how would I know it would still work? So you have a pasuk that says, that you have to put the oil on him, and you have to, you have to put the, the clothes on him. Either one works, as long as you did one of them, it automatically works. So we see that neither se- that the seven days are not me'akiv But the fact that it says mipanu doesn't it say it also goes for the next generation. What? It says mipanu. Talking about ne- giving to the next generation. Yes, we're good. we still we're still recording. So how, does it not how do we know it's not me'akev? No, but how does it not me'akiv? if it's only was only for the time of like, in the time of meluim? Right. No, no, this is no, talking no. about... No, no, this pasuk is not in the Milu'im time. This pasuk is... Um, We're just talking about any time. Yeah, in the future. Yeah. Okay, now, it says the Gemara, the, the Gemara wants to know, Ashkan ribu yishiva l'chadchila, mishichah shiva l'chadchila Minalan. The Gemara is pointing out over here that it doesn't say anywhere. During the Milu'im, it says you have to have it for seven days. How do you know you need seven days of mishichah of oil in future generations, okay? Because it doesn't say anywhere in the Pisukim. By, by miluim, it says that you have to put oil uh, in the old days by Aaron, the original thing by Aaron. Are we we still working or no? Is anyone on? Is anyone on the thing or no? I'm not sure. Okay, No If they are, they are. It's fine. I sent it to them. I th- they, they might not recognize my new number. I have, I switched. I switched my my regular number to this dumb phone, and now I have. Uh, uh, last night, I, we, we took, uh, Shlomo Shai. What, what's the name? Who did it for me? Uh, David Anko and Subi did it. Yeah. So they they switched this 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 is my my number, and this is like some random number. So I texted it from the random number. I'm not sure if they know who it is, but they'll see. But they're gonna see. They're gonna see Eli Man's. Uh, why Zoom. Like here. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see what you like here? Okay, fine. Let's go. He's here. He's not here. What do you mean? Why are you where are you? Why are you here? Oh, sure, right? good, let's I don't go. Know. I okay. your face is good. Okay, let's go. You Ready? Okay. So, 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 so Mara wants to know. Since it doesn't say Mashiach by the seven days in the future, who told you that you have to do Mashiach? Mara has two ways to do it. Eibayit Ema. One way to figure it out. Made the itzchik crowd the fact that I need a pasuk, which we said is telling you that you don't need it, shows that you should do it. That's one way to do it. And the other way is, All right, what's Mishika? Mishika is putting the oil. Right, They put the oil on, the, they, the, the special oil that Moshe Rabbeinu made, they put it on the, on the thing of the Kohen Gadol, on the, the face of the Kohen Gadol. Ibat Eima, right? The other reason the Almukra Basuk says, Ubigdeha kodesh ashela aron, you le banaba halav l moshkabahim umaleba madam it says, and the holy garments that I don't have will be for his sons Lemoshabahim, to put oil on them, umadam, and to put it on the on the hands, and therefore it kish mishikalibui. We connect the two. Just like putting the garments has to be seven days, as the Pasuk says, so too Mishicha, which the Pasuk doesn't say, also has to be for seven days. And that's another way how we know that it could be for seven days. Says the Gemara. Oh, okay, now we're going back to the Machlok between two rabbis. Says the Gemara, "My to According to the one who says that everything was in, welcome Mark, that everything that's in the pesukim is meakev. Says the Gemara. What's his reason? What's the svara? Amar vitzak by bisna, amar Okay. Amar ka pesuk says, la kacha," and you'll do to Aaron and his sons like this. Mm. Right? kaka ikuvahi. Whenever it says kacha like this, it means le It means that if you don't do it, it messed up. Since so the Pasuk says you do to Aaron and the sons kacha like this, kacha means if you didn't do it, you messed up. That's the reason for the rabbi who says everything is written. It says, You need a yuma? We got a fine one. Okay, we forget a, we'll a few more gumas. If you we're supposed to go straight downstairs and get one. Okay. You ready? That's true, anything that's written about Okay, let me explain this to you. Okay. So before I go further, I have to explain to you that this business of miluim, Again, the Miloim. The miluim are the, uh, like we said, the inauguration of Aaron, inauguration of his kids. Okay, so this inauguration of Aaron and his kids is mentioned twice in the Torah. It's mentioned once in in Shemot, in Parshat Tetzaveh, telling Moshe Hashem command the Moshe, you go to Aaron and do this to Aaron. That's one parasha. And there's another parasha, parshat Tzav, happens to be that's my my Mitzvah parasha. But this parasha, what? You too. Okay, there we go. Okay? So, parshat Tzav, if you remember the Pasukim, Moshe goes to actually doing it. That Moshe did it to Aaron. So again, in Shemot, it talks about the command to do it. And in Tzav, it talks about Moshe doing it. So, the Gemara is saying now, I understand the word Kacha, which, which we said was Le'ikuvah, is mentioned in Shemot, where Hashem commanded Moshe to do it. It's not mentioned in Sav, where Moshe did it. So anything that would be written in Sav and not written in Shemot would not be essential. Dude, I lost everyone there. Yeah, Let me try you? again. Let me try again. Okay, this is the main point, with, and it's a short daft, so let's get this clear, okay? There's two, there's two parashiyot. Parashan Shemot, Parashan Vayikra. Shemot is the command of Hashem to Moshe do this to Aaron in order to set him up to make him a Kohen, and Tzav is Moshe doing it. Right. Moshe did this. He wraps he wraps Aaron. He puts him aside. That's all in Tzav. Okay. Now there's going to be something that, to, the Gemara doesn't mention what it is, but there is something that's in tz, Tzav and not in Shemot. There's some things you'll see in Tzav and not in Shemot. And that item I think they say is um, putting the Urim the vitumim into the Choshen. Okay? Putting the paper in the Choshen that, that, that Aaron wears is Urim vitumim, a certain paper that's written that Moshe not paper it's a parchment whatever they put in and Moshe stuck it in. That's sticking in is in Sav and it's not mentioned in the command in, in Shemot. Shemot okay? Now the rabbi who says that everything that's written in the Milu'im was necessary learned it from the word Kacha the word kacha is only in Shabbat. Mm. So therefore, you, how does that rabbi know yeah, that sense. even the, the rabbi says everything that's written is necessary, how does he know that putting the thing into the choshen was a necessary item? Because putting the thing was only written in Tav, And the kacha that you're learning it from is in Shemot. How does he know? Is everyone with me or no? Yes. Please. You got it? It was written in the, so the, so the, 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 the kacha is in Shemot, in and, and the shemot. sticking in is only in Tav. So, how so, the, you know so the rabbi, rabbi who says that everything that's written is necessary, okay. I understand everything that's written in Shemot is necessary. Right. But the thing that's not in Shemot, shemot in and sab. only in Tav, how do you know that that's necessary? You okay. got it? With us? Good. There are a few extra ones. What? There are a few extras in the snap that. Correct. But a few, a few, few extra, extra things. things, yes. Good. Well, one extra thing, actually. Okay. Amar so Rav Nachman, so Rav Nachman Yitzchak like answers, Yalif Petach Petach. He, you, the way he does it is by making a Gezerah Sheva. We got your exercise this morning, Mark. Make a Gizara Sheva Petach Petach. Petach Petach means from the opening of all Moed, opening of all Moed. It says the word Petach in Sav, it says the word Petach in Shemot the fact that it uses the same word, connects the two, Tell you whatever is written there also is ma'kev. Beautiful. That's the answer of Rabbi Nachman Yitzhak to this question. Second answer, Rabbi Meshach it says, U'shmartem et It says in Sav, in Sav, it doesn't say kacha, but in Sav it says, U'shmartem et Mishmeret Hashem. It says you have to guard what Hashem did. Guarding means that everything is necessary. And that's how the rabbi knows that everything is necessary is from the word Ushmanateim so in So it's Kacha in uh, Shemot. And there's another, according to him, the first rabbi is saying, we have a connection. So that, that uses the Kacha for the other one. The second rabbi is saying, no connection. Each one has its own word to prove it. There's Kacha in Shemot and there's Ushmanateim in, in Tzav. Okay? Third rabbi, Rav Ash Yamad, Pasuk says, Kihen suveti, a different word in Sav, in, in, in which I remember it from my, my parashah, Kihen suveti, because so I have commanded. That means ikuba. that's another word in Sav which tells you that that, that, that one's necessary. Now, what, what the Gemara is going to do right now is to go off topic. Once we mention the word Kikhen suveti, we're going to talk about that, that for a little bit. Now, for this, I need to give you a drop of an introduction. Uh, there's some drama in the Pesukim in the Torah. Uh, during the first, let's, let's just get a little history, okay? The Jews are put together the, the Mishkan. They're waiting for the, for, for the Shekinah to come down and they'll know that they finally got a Kapara for the Eger. Seven days, Moshe de the Kohen Gadol, Aaron is standing on the side. He's, he's, these are the seven days that we're preparing, Aaron, the middle East that we're talking about. Those are the seven days that we're getting him dressed and doing all the things. Okay. on the 8th day Aaron <laughs> walks in the first time doing it he does all the korbanot and everyone's <coughs> waiting for the shechina to come down and show us that he gave us a kapara already doesn't come down Aaron gets embarrassed he feels like it's happening because he did the egel he tells Moshe what you, what'd you do to me you embarrassing me in front of everybody I did the whole avodah nothing happens they all pray together. Moshe prays. Sure enough, Shechinah comes down, fire comes down, burns on the Mizbeah, and all the Kaisel start singing and they're happy. Can't believe it. They're the happiest time. Hashem gave us... Finally, we're good. Then the sons of Aaron went in with the... Nadav and Avihu went in with the Ketoret right away. On that same day that everyone was happy, they come with the Ketoret and the fire burns them and kills them. So, the two greatest people, Nadav and Abihu, die on this, this very, very same day. Now, when they die, it puts on and his sons in a tough position. Normally, when someone's relative dies, it makes them onen, which means, until they, which means they're not allowed to do anything until they bury the and then they become Avilim, right. right? But here, Anon is not allowed to be an Avilim. So Hashem commanded. Moshe, everyone else will tell, you tell Aaron, e, all, all the Jews will cry over another, but not you. You're staying in the Beit HaMikdash. This is your middle Even this is your time, you're staying. Okay? And there was a back and forth. Hashem told Moshe, Moshe, Hashem told Moshe now all the Korbans have to, had to be eaten by Aaron and his sons, generally. Now, if you're onen, if you're an Inut, you're not allowed to eat a Korban. If someone wrote the best way, you're not know, going eat the Korban. But what Hashem told Moshe, in this situation, Aaron's sons must eat the Korban. Mm-hmm. Okay? So Moshe commanded, Moshe commanded, eat the Korban of the Milo'im. Now there's a couple of Korbanot. There's a little, which means there was a Korban, that that day was also Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Now Rosh Chodesh has it. Besides for the Milo'im Korbanot, the special korbanot for the inauguration; it's also the regular, Rosh Chodesh. needs a korban. Okay, now Aharon, Moshe assumed wrong that the korban musaf of Rosh Chodesh should have the same law as the korbanot of the, the special korbanot of the inauguration, and therefore they should also be eaten. By Aharon and his sons during the thing. And when he came into the Mishkan and he saw them burning it, and no one's eating it, they're just burning it. He got upset, Pasuk says. He, and he didn't want to get upset at Aharon, his brother's his older brother. So he turned to his nephews and he got upset at them. He returned to Elazani Tamar, who were the late, last remaining sons, the only two sons left. And he got upset at them. And he says, How come you burned it? opens oh, the Torah. How can you how burnt it? So they didn't answer him, but I don't answer him. And he tells them, he says, uh, the pasuk is not clear what he says, but it seems like he's saying, yes, I'm going to eat the the, the korban of the miluim, but it, but even the korban of the rosh Chodesh, that I wasn't supposed to eat, and Moshe agreed that he was right. Okay, that's the sequence of events. Got it. Moshe agreed, he really was wrong, he shouldn't have got upset. That, that was the that was the, the it's a famous part of the Chumash. Okay? Now we're gonna use this word Kihensubeti to see that, that there's three different languages that Moshe uses in Pashat Sav. We're gonna explain how each of the three languages were at different times in the timeline of events that I just told you. Okay, in the timeline of events that I just told you, of Moshe telling him what to do. Aaron not doing it, and then Moshe admitting afterwards, this these pesukim kikhen suveti and ka suveti will all fit in perfectly. Watch inside, we'll see how it goes. Now you know what happened. Now follow inside. Says the Gemara, that was a good introduction. I think this will work. Now you'll understand what's going on. Tanu we are now four lines, five lines down on Hey Amurbet. Says the Gemara, Tanu Rabbanan, we learned in a brayta. Basuk, there's three Pesukim one says ki chen tzuveti so, for so I have been commanded tzuveti means I have been commanded next one says kashet Siveti, as I have commanded kashet tziva Hashem, the way Hashem commanded okay? kichen tzuveti when it says because so I have been commanded that's Moshe Telling—that's Moshe telling Aaron and the sons to eat the korban mincha, even though they're aninut. You should, so Moshe told them, "I want you to eat that korban, kichen <laughs> Suveti, because Hashem told me you should eat the korban." That's Moshe telling them, "Eat the korban mincha of the miluim, because I have been commanded. I'm telling you, even though normally aninut can't eat it, I've been commanded you got to eat it." Next, kasher tziveti Beshat maser that's Moshe saying, how come you didn't do it, kasher tziveti, like I commanded you? That's Moshe demanding from Aaron at the time, kasher tziveti, like I was commanded. That's Moshe saying, I was already commanded. Next. kasher Tzivah Hashem, v'lo me'ela ani'amer. That's Moshe telling him, okay, eat the next shlamim, the shlamim that will come, I want you to eat that. Don't think that this, kasher Sivani Hashem, don't, when I told you to eat the bincha, that was wrong. Now, when I told you to eat the korban of the Rosh Chodesh, that was wrong. But that, now that I'm telling you to eat the shlamim, that shlamim you should know, I got that as direct command, so do that. That one you should do. Okay, that's the three pasukim over there. Okay. Now let's get back to our subject. Amar abiyosi barchanina makhlisi mechnasayin and it says in the parasha and parashat Tzav that um, during the miloim Moshe put the clothes on, his, on Aaron and on his sons Now it does not mention the pants Okay, The pants that a Kohen wears is not mentioned over there doesn't say he put on the pants So we want to know when the Torah says, and this is what you do to them, it's coming to include the word end, vav, it's coming to include two things. Number one, the mikhla that they had to put these pants on that weren't mentioned, and also that they have to do a tenth of aifah. tenth of a means every korban, every kohen, the first day he becomes a kohen has to bring a special korban, the Minchat Kohen. A a korban Mincha, that's inauguration to make him a Kohen. Uh, The pasuk that says it is on the side of the If you have the pasukim on the side, if you have an art scroll, it's pasuk vav. pasuk says, This is the korban that, that Aaron and his sons will do on the day they get anointed, Half in the morning, half in the afternoon. That's the inauguration of every coin. So, that inauguration, they have to do because of this bath. The says, I understand why you have to make because it mentions that when it says you make it. Because this, again, over here also, when it comes to the close of Aron, it's mentioned twice. The close of Aron are mentioned. First of all, in Titzaveh, when we said we should make these garments, the Jews have to make these things. And again in Sav when Moshe put them on. So the mechnasayim are not mentioned in Tzav, but they are mentioned in Shemot. So I understand how you got it, that we have to put the pants on, because since they're mentioned in Shemot, so we figured you'd probably put them on in Sav. We, we didn't make them to leave them on the floor, right? Obviously. But, when it comes to Asim Tefah, how do we know that they did it that day? Ita zezeh. We have a gzal sheva zezeh. Where did we learn from? It says, this is the Korban of our own sons, which will be offered to Hashem. Right? And that's how we learn it. Okay. How do we know that even reading the Parashah, even the Baal Koreh, who reads the Torah, is me'akev? If they didn't have the reading of the Torah, during the Miloim, it would have ruined it, according to this rabbi. How do we know? Tamud Moshe el ze The Pasuk says, Moshe told the congregation, this is what Hashem said. I feel ma'akev, and therefore we learn that even the speech is ma'akev. Oh, okay. Now it says, we're in the middle of the page over here on he Bet. Hilbishan. How did Moshe dress Aaron and his sons? What was the order? Mars says, "Ketzad ma'ida Whatever happened, happened. Why are you ask me a question about how Moshe dressed it? It's not important. Whatever happened, happened. In history. We, it's not a history book. If, if there's no halakha thing, we, want to, we don't want to. We don't care. Mars says, Ella, malbishan atidavo." How will Moshe dress Anon and his sons when Moshe comes? That's the question. Question wasn't. What did Moshe do? History, history, history. What's Moshe going to do in the future? Because we're figuring that whatever he did in the Miloim, he's going to do again when Moshe comes. Okay. Moshe says, When Aaron and his sons come back, Moshe will be with them. So he'll do whatever he'll do. What do we have to figure it out for? Moshe is going to be there. No problem. Interesting tomorrow talking about Moshe. huh?" The reason why we want to know how we how we did it is not because we want to know what's the future or past. We need to know it because we have a contradiction of the Basukim. What? Pligiba. Okay. So the machlok it is, because the Basuk says you 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 put him you put it Avnet on Aaron and his sons. But when it, in, in, in Shemot it says you put the the, 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 uh, the avnet on Aaron and the sons. It sounds like they're both at the same time. But when you mention it in Sav, it says you do Aaron first and then the sons. So you want to know what was the order? Okay. Pligiba Aharon banav. One says he first he did Aharon, and then he did his sons. The other ones no, they did them all at the same time. <coughs> now you The belt, the belt so, talking about the belt. Now, I know that Shlomo Shai is bothered. Shlomo Shai is very, very nervous about this. So, what do you mean? Uh, how can he do everyone at the same time? One person can only do one. Is that what was bothering you? <laughs> one belt at a time. <laughs> one belt at a time. And when he, when he, the rabbi says, did Aron and the sons. I understand. Aaron and the sons. How does anyone do everyone at the same time? I think we'll ask that question later. So relax. Okay. Amar Abiyah says, "When it comes to ketonet and metsnifet, kula kula alma lo When it comes to the ketonet, which is the Tudik, the and the and the everyone agrees. And then it hits. The Ben Betzavah Ben Basia Aron because whether in Shemot or in Tzav Aron was first. So therefore, there's no question that Aron went first by the hat and by the tunic. Because if both in Shemot and in Tzav Aron's first, Aron's going to be first. Clear. Keeply, what's the machloket? Regarding the belt, Mand Aron Ra'kach Manav, calling the one who says Aron. Then, the, then the sons. Because Basuk says, "Vayakor Oto beavnet," it says, and he put him with the belt. Vahadikti vayakor otam beavnet. Then it says he put them in the belt. Uman deman olum b'ra b'techadimon. It says all all together. Dikti v'chagarta otam. It says in Shemot, and you will you will girdle them. You will put the belt on them. Sounds like all together. So what, the one who says. That Aaron's first he's going with Pasuk and Sav, that says Aaron then the kids the one who says all together he's going with Pasuk and Shemot that says all together now we have to know what each rabbi does with the other rabbi's Pasuk okay the one who says Aaron and his sons at the same time what does he do with the Pasuk that says they did him with Avnet sounds like Aaron's first then it says he did them Sounds like you were not at the same time. So we're on the top of Avonalf. Amalach, he'll tell you, we're coming to tell, The reason why he mentions Aaron separately is to tell you that you should know that even though both Aaron and regular Kwanim have a belt, but it's not the same belt. Koran Gadol has a H, an HL belt and the regular Kwanim have, it means a high line. And and the regular coin have regular belts. Okay? Good. According to one who says Aaron, then his sons. What does he do with Pasuk that says, you do them with Avnet? Amalach will tell you the following. That's telling you that it's the same, that they have the same belt. What's the problem? you saying why do we care? Like, what's the problem in the, in the Pesukim? Why, what's the question we're asking? The problem with Pesukim is like this. It, when it mentions the Pesukim in Shemot, it's a little different than in, in Sav. In, in Shemot, it mentions them that the Pesukim, that they do an all, you put the, uh, put the belt on all of them at the same time. Right. And in, in Sav, it mentions them that you did put it, put it on him right. and then on them. Sounds like Aron first and then them. So it sounds like there's an order, and the other one says no order. So we're answering either to show you that they're not the same belt, and the other one who will say that, that they are the same belt. But you know what? There was only one Bitcoin uh, and Yes. One, like two pairs. No, no, only one, yeah. And tells you, so what do I need? Well, you put him in Avnet. <laughs> we used to teach you that Aaron and the kids. Now the Gmar asks, Is it possible to do everyone at the same time? It means that he did the belt without going to the other garments in between. That's all it means. It does, not telling you, we're not telling you that Moshe put them all at the same exact time. It means that he put them on consecutively without interrupting with any other ones. He'd put Aron with everything except for the belt. Then he did the sons, everything except for the belts. Then he put the belt, belt, belt. You got it? That's what it means. It means all at one time means, I did not do Aron's whole, I, all, all, everything with the belt, and then all the sons with the belt. No. At the same time means, I did Aron, all, everything besides the belt, Nadav, Avihu, uh, everything without the belt, and then I put the belt on each one. Belt, the belt is what puts it all together. Our own belt and then everyone else belts. I don't know. It's a good question. But it, it, that's what happened in the middle. In the middle, the eve, that's what happened. In the first inauguration, that's definitely what happened. I don't know what happens in the future. Someone else will do it with them or they do it themselves. I'm not sure. Okay. One second. Amen. We're going to stop over here. Tomorrow. Tonight, we'll be having a class at 6 15. I don't know if everyone can make it again. This is a, not an easy thing. You have to be ready for sure a little early. Instead of praying early, six fifteen, we'll be here. We're praying at seven. You can do what you want. We'll pray at six fifteen to seven. We'll have a class for dafav. This way, we don't have umot we'll shabbat. We'll say shabbat. We're finding it's very very late for people, and people can't stay. Well Like you said, he wants to start early so we can do the alman early. Yeah, I, 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 I'm switching it. Uh, 7 o'clock start. 7 o'clock. And we'll we'll do 7 o'clock start. And this way we'll, we, we, as soon as you get home, we do the OMAD right when you get home. And we we'll be fine. Well, i start time. Yeah, you'll still be good. Yes. I I, I have to tell my yeah. Okay? Fadul. Zahra everyone.